This is People Every Day. Coming up... And the actor goes to... Chadwick Boseman, Ma Rainey's Blackbottom. Breaking down the biggest behind-the-scenes moments from the Screen Actors Guild Awards. Plus, actress Thandaway Newton reintroduces herself on the cover of Vogue. And SAG and Oscar-nominated star Leslie Odom Jr. on his booming career and becoming a dad again. We are so joyful. It's April 5th. Well, hello there. Welcome back to People Every Day, hosted by moi, Janine Rubenstein. It is Monday following a pretty eventful weekend, I'd have to say. I hope all who celebrate enjoyed their Easter and Resurrection Sunday. And I know last night was a bit of a treat for everyone, whether you love good sports, congrats to the Stanford women's basketball team for their NCAA tournament win, or for those who love good music, okay? Because the versus battle between Earth, Wind, and Fire and the Isley Brothers, hosted by Steve Harvey, was worth the watch, if for nothing else than to hear my mother-in-law sing in falsetto for about two hours straight. (laughs) But the weekend brought uh, just a lot of news and some sad news as well. It was reported that iconic rapper DMX suffered a drug overdose and heart attack, and he is currently on life support. I am a huge hip-hop fan and grew up listening to that unmistakable, gravelly voice on hits like the Rough Riders anthem. And his music in the late 90s and early 2000s really encapsulated the grit and and energy of his and so many others' experiences. So uh, he's been through so much in his life, and my heart goes out to his family right now as they just come together to be by his side. Um, And and one other big thing that happened this weekend, the Screen Actors Guild Awards were last night. And later in the show, you'll hear from Buzzed About nominee and new dad, Leslie Odom Jr., star of One Night in Miami. I got to interview him along. Alongside people, the TV show's Jeremy Parsons, my co-host for the SAG Awards pre-show last night. And we had so much fun that Jeremy is actually here right now with me to talk through top stories (laughs) and what all went down at SAG. Hi, Jeremy. Hey, Janine. We had such a good time. I was watching back last night and it just like brought back how much we (laughs) laughed, like the most ridiculous things ever. Anyway, it was a good time and uh, the show was incredible. It was so much fun, right? Okay, so we're going to get into all that. But before we jump into the awards, have you seen the the new cover? of Vogue for their May issue. I saw it and I know that you were going to talk about it. So I took a quick look. Yeah, it's getting tons of traction right away, which is exactly obviously the intent. But the story is incredible. Yeah. Thandaway Newton, um, you probably know her as Thandy Newton, uh, just basically says that her name was misspelled years ago. And now she is reclaiming that. She is saying that my name is Thandaway, T-H-A-N-D-I-W-E. And uh, she is like reowning who she is, right? Yeah, she is. And you know, it's one of those things where you kind of hear this a lot in Hollywood, um, whether it's as innocuous as someone just like coming up with a stage name just so they have a different stage name or maybe they feel like they won't get as many jobs if their name sounds a certain way um, maybe that you know some other some other reason but um, I, I think this is kind of like uh, uh, the tip of the iceberg and you'll probably be hearing a lot more actors and, and performers and front-facing people who maybe come out and say, like, yeah, you know what, They're, here's who I really am, too. Uh, and for whatever the reason back in the day, I didn't think I could get roles or, or maybe, you know, whatever reason, um, I changed it. But but now I'm, I'm going to redefine and, and come out with who I am. So I, I think it's a good thing. And it's I think it's surprising to a lot of people. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like yeah. A person becomes known 
uh, as something. I think of like Jonah Hill. I remember when I first learned that Jonah Hill's last name was actually Feldstein, and his his sister uh, Beanie has gotten a, a lot of renown as she's become a more well known actress. And just things like that, it's sort of like it makes you scratch your head, and then then it opens up interesting stories about what they went through as an artist and what led them to that decision. Yeah, Kirk Douglas as well. That that reminded me of another famous one. Like he was Danielovich, and he said it was too Jewish. He was told that, and he wishes he had kept his you know his his real name um, throughout his career. But yeah, and and in Thandie's um, or see, yeah, there I go. Thandaway's um, experience. It wasn't that she says that she tried to do this for any reason. They did it. Her name was changed on the very first film that she ever did, and she. She just didn't feel powerful enough to go back and correct anyone uh, that it would hurt her career. And and she carried a lot of weight. The, the article goes even deeper into a lot of the um, the stuff that came out when she was very early on in her career regarding the Me Too movement. Before there was a Me Too movement, she was taken advantage of by a director. And uh, she, she just talks through how big of a struggle that was, how she had to fire, you know, representatives who didn't want her her to speak about this because it would hurt her image just to own what had happened to her on set. I think that that's that's an interesting thing you mentioned because you at, at face value, I don't think you connect change your name with anything related to having had some sort of inappropriate or or sexual abuse or something like that. But really, the core of all all of it is an issue of power and yeah. people feeling powerless in a situation. And, and so for her to be able to have a moment where she does have power and she does have a platform to kind of claim that is really inspiring. And again, I think that's it's all kind of tied together with the sense of, of having a voice in a certain kind of arena. It really is. So just so excited for that. And, and she looks beautiful on the cover. But let's talk about some other actors, a lot of other actors. Let's get into the SAGs Woo! from last night. <laughs> Which was, so, okay, for, and, and right out of the gate as well, totally weird year because it's just another yeah. award show that's b- being done virtually in Zoom and all that. So, that so was break, yeah, break that down for everyone. What was the setup for last night? Pe- people always, uh, actually, it's, it's every year I do it, there, there's people that ask me, what is the SAG Awards? What, who's, what's SAG mean? Mm-hmm, Screen Actors mm-hmm. Guild, it's the Actors Union. And for the people that are nominated, every year as you go through award season, you know, you've got the Golden Globes, you've got the Oscars and other shows. Actors love this one because they are sort of being acknowledged and honored by their peers more directly than perhaps the other shows. Um, and so then last night, the way it worked, this was the first award show that I think for the whole season that they've just said, like, out of the gate, hey, we're pre-recording the whole thing. None of it's going to be live. We're not acting like it is. We're not pretending We're not whatever. trying anything. <laughs> not trying anything. And I actually think the show played out really well. It was yeah. really well produced. It was heavily produced. You had a lot of stars. They integrated mm-hmm. some really fun. And, and they did know. it for good reason, too. I love that they said, like, look, we have stars that have had to go into bubbles to keep you know, working and to go onto these sets and they can't step out and go to these nights and stuff like that because then they'd have to quarantine and not be able to work the next week. So we're as a union, they were thinking about their members. Well, yeah. Like some of the casts that we talked to, like the cast of Ted Lasso and all that, they were in their bubble in the UK shooting season two and we got to just kind of bounce into their world there I and know. they're all their trailers and stuff. It was really cool. It was really, really cool. So yeah, let's let's get into a little bit of that. Uh, you, you kicked off with Ted Lasso. Of course, Jason Sudeikis one last night uh, for his role, his his lead role in that show. And we got to catch up with him, right? And I loved when you asked him, I, you, you 
You called him wholesome, didn't you? Yeah, well, okay, and, and watching back, I was like, maybe that's the wrong word, but the, the thing that stuck out to me about that show that everyone connected to was, yeah, it's hilarious, but it's got such a feel-good quality about it that you can watch it and it just makes you smile, and there's a wholesome aspect, even though, as Jason said, he was like, weird that you'd say wholesome, because we drop a lot of F-bombs, there's a lot of, he spelled out S-E-X. You know, we, we, we've got our fair amount of, you know, jokes about D's and B's and, and, and like I said, F's and you know, this is the way my son speaks and S we, we say the S word, you know, and, um, you know, and people, people have, you know, S E X implied. We, we haven't shown anything as of yet. I love him. Like if you guys are able to see, he's kicked off the whole interview by doing like a little, like, what was it? Not the robot, the snake. No, it's like the snake like, with his arms, like one the arm snake to the other. With his ar- he was just in the zone. He, he was in the zone and it was like, day and night compared to his whole energy from the Golden Globes. Yes. Uh, right? When he was in the hoodie, which I know we talked about that. So I don't know if you're playing that clip or not, but we, we th- that uh, became the talk. We should. Thing. We totally should. Okay, because he talked about the hoodie. Okay, let's, let's, let's play it. You guys listening to, to what he had to say about the hoodie moment. I mean, I 100% knew, knew that that was going to be a, a whole to-do. That's me. I'm a rabble rouser. Rabble. No, I, I like it. No, I'm just picturing him. It's hoodie chic, man. It's hoodie chic. I'm picturing him with the stylist saying like, no, no, none of that. The hoodie. The hoodie is yeah. it. <laughs> and the hoodie came back in the beginning of the sags, too. Did you see the intro? The whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they made fun of it. He was like, who wears that to a to a to uh, an award show? Yeah. And he, yeah, like, was he was funny. going through some things. It felt that way. but it, And it was nice to see him in good spirits. And, you know, obviously he's like the kind of guy that will roll with that. He doesn't care, you know? He's just got that sense of humor. He'll just like kind of go with it. So I love talking to them. It truly was one of my favorite. And I know one of your favorite shows of the year, too. It was so good. And just since we're on style, we're going to get into some of the other awards soon. But Leslie Odom Jr. in Berluti, I found out what that suit was. Uh, You guys go Google uh, Leslie Odom Jr.'s suit. Okay, it's amazing. And then I also need to shout out Daniel Kaluuya, who won, uh, of course, uh, his Louis Vuitton pajamas. Yes, (laughs) he was in Louis Vuitton pajamas. Like, just look, the guys were killing it. And it's like, and and I love that about it. And one of the great things about the whole like Zoom award show, it's like casual but still chic. Okay, so give me some of your top moments, be it a win or one of the speeches or montages or whatever. I loved when they 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 have a unique opportunity to kind of like break down the resume of the actors. I loved when they broke down their special skills. All sports, curling, yeah, yeah, javelin. You, I said all sports. I would always list juggling as a thing. And every once in a while. Jimmy Fallon <laughs> included like an accordion or something or like a harmonica. He's like, I don't know so much. And just everyone had just these random, random things listed that their agent at some point had put there. Maybe they played basketball once. Like I think Dan, Dan Levy had a really funny one. Uh, I can't remember exactly which one. it was. A, I think it was a sport. And he was just like, maybe I played that once. And then I was actually, you know, came on set and they were like, well, can you actually do this? And he's like, uh, maybe not. Maybe it was like horseback riding or something. I don't know. But that, I just thought that was funny because it became a very practical, very personal look at sort of the absurdity of, you know, trying to get a job as an actor. And here are these yeah. huge stars that are like on the other side of that now having made it and, and just like all the random stuff that comes along with it that a lot of people can relate to. I love that. Yeah, they, they really dug into that. I'm an actor and like what that whole world is like, not just the, the celebrity of it, like the, the grunt work of being an actor, what that experience is. And then my other thing was um, guilty pleasures. I loved when they were going around saying like, what they watch, like David Diggs is into Love Island. What? Yeah, like, that's right. He was like Hamilton. A little, like, he was almost embarrassed to say it, but he's like, 
It's who I am. That's fine. <laughs> it's it's so nice. And then um, my my guilty since we're just outing everything is uh, married at first sight. Oh my god, it'll blow your mind if you watch that. Show. My wife's into that and has gotten so into it. Like there are times I'll come upstairs, she's watching it, and I'm like this again. She's like, shh, you have no idea. <laughs> so we all have the guilty pleasures. Um, but I wanna I wanna delve into uh, Chadwick Boseman a little bit yet again. Yet again, awarded he won for outstanding performance by a male actor in a leading role for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And his widow, uh, Taylor, accepted his award. I think this is the fourth time now. If you see the world unbalanced, be a crusader that pushes heavily on the seesaw of the mind. That's a quote by Chadwick Boseman. She's so graceful with how she does it. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's just you as I watch her, I'm like, she obviously wants to honor him. But how simultaneously heart wrenching, but also perhaps maybe it maybe it's therapeutic and, and helping I don't know, but maybe it helps the, to cope more to see him honored in such a way and beloved by so many people. And, and you just you feel her heart as she talks. For sure. And this is just, of course, in the run up to the Oscars. So we shall see. But he has been posthumously sweeping, you know, these these categories. So we will see what's to come. Um, and then there are some other really fun just awards we should mention before we get out of here. Uh, Ye Jung Yoon one for Minari uh, and for a female actor in a supporting role and just gave just such a sweet, like wholesome speech. One of those good SAG award speeches that, that you hope for uh, trial of the Chicago seven one for best cast. Uh, and you got to catch up with Shit's Creek folks, right? Ooh, right after the win. Yeah. And I was talking to Catherine O'Hara because in her acceptance speech earlier in the night, she had said that, you know, she gave big shout outs and so much props to um, like her wig team, her costuming team, <laughs> because they really helped make the character and I asked her after the win like you know what what other than that what will you hold on to and she said she wants to hold on to and implement Moira's um, I think she said womanly her her ladylike wiles her womanly wiles she knows how to how to implement them in ways that she doesn't know how to and she said and she wants to really like grab her vocabulary and somehow work it in which <laughs> is just great her, <laughs> no, her wiles oh I love it well Jeremy thank you so much for joining me on the show and just going back through all of this I could talk to you forever thank you and thank you for uh, <laughs> enjoying um, just a little bit of uh, Tate and Jay champagne with, Tate and with Jay. me <laughs> in our pre-show shenanigans. Next up, Jeremy and I catch up with One Night in Miami star Leslie Odom Jr. as he marches towards the Oscars. Stay tuned. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, guys, if you have not seen One Night in Miami yet, get it together. (laughs) It is actress Regina King's directorial debut, and the film, which is streaming on Amazon Prime Video, is a fictional account of a meetup 
between history makers Muhammad Ali, who was then Cassius Clay, Malcolm X, NFL star Jim Brown, and musician Sam Cooke. The latter is portrayed by Leslie Odom Jr., and it is a stunning performance. As Jeremy and I mentioned earlier, we got to chat with Leslie ahead of the SAG Awards, and he was in his backyard and just bursting with excitement, not only due to all of his nominations, but he and wife Nicolette, who, by the way, plays his wife in the movie, just welcomed a baby boy about a week ago. So to continue our SAG Award coverage, which is presented by Macy's, here's our interview with the very busy, very happy star. Leslie Odom Jr., looking good. Love the suits. Thanks, brother. Yes. And you got the glow of, of a new dad. Now, I know you've, you're yeah. dad for the second time, but congratulations. Baby, baby <laughs> Abe, yes, I believe congrats. I saw. Yeah, yeah. Where we are so joyful. Look, award season is wonderful. Uh, really, it's it's so nice to, to have your name included on lists like these, but uh, there's nothing like the joy and the renewed energy and, and all the wonderful things that happen with a new baby. It's just great. Uh, but again, yes, congratulations. Uh, your wife as well, who is nominated as, for a SAG award. Uh, you, she played your wife in the film. I, I want to know what that was like in terms of casting. Like, did you come home for dinner and, and just say like, hey, guess what? I, I got this new Regina King flick and she's like wait so did I like how did it work <laughs> how did this work Miami what it, um, well we were we were in a Nicolette really saved the movie from you know we were in a bind uh, a, an actress was cast um, pre-COVID you know and and we were supposed to shoot these scenes between Sam and Barbara in LA after we wrapped in Louisiana the beginning of March last year and you guys know everything shut down. And so the film, we didn't get to get these scenes until June. And we were still not out of the woods with COVID yet. So anyway, I, I, they were looking for a fabulous actress. I told Regina King, well, you know, I just happen to live with one of the greatest <laughs> actresses you will find. So it worked out. And we, oh, good husband. It's good like, husband. We've got the chemistry down. We're good to go. We don't yeah. need a chemistry test. Uh, she's, I, her schedule's open. Yes. <laughs> we've been quarantining together. Like, if you want to throw in a kiss, we good. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's so great. Hey, look, I was just thinking about talking to you before recently for an Oscar nomination. You have dominated the stage. You've got Tony, Grammy. I mean, all this stuff going for you. What, what's next to conquer in your world? If you had to kind of look ahead. You know, um, so much of the, the best things in my life have been cre creatively and in my profession have been really when I was invited to be a part of a championship team. Mm. When I was a part of, you know, a, a, a winning ensemble. Hamilton, One Night in Miami is no different. So, um, Eventually, I'd like to be a part of putting those uh, putting those teams together instead of waiting for wonderful phone calls like that. You know, uh, being being in charge of sort of gathering the troops and putting the team together myself. Love oh, that. cool! And and then I have to ask about jumping into Sam Cooke, becoming Sam Cooke. Um, what did it take for you to get that? ethos. Uh, I mean, I, I look at the soliloquies and the monologues. They were so deep and, and emotional. And then when you sang A Change Is Gonna Come at the end of that movie... I, 
I, I cried. It just brought it all together. So, so what did it take for you to go there? <clears throat> you know, it's fourth thing. Brilliant script from from Ken Powers. Writing is king. It is just. I, I used to think, you know, talking to actors. I really used to think that that you could act your way, you know, into something interesting. That you could just be, you could just be fabulous enough on your own and make <laughs> something watchable. You can't. I mean, you it really. You some somebody has to give you the material to fly, you know, to challenge you and 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 also and make you simpler because the material so good. So Kemp did that i had i had amazing scene partners you couldn't you couldn't ask for a better sparring partner than kingsley benadier's malcolm x i'll tell you that much i had a brilliant director in regina king who's an actress herself just support and resources you know i had all the sam's music i had a great dialect coach it was a winning team you know and um i know how to play my position you know i know i know how to, to how to listen and how to play my position on on a when you have that much support That was Leslie Odom Jr. For more on him and our coverage of the Screen Actors Guild Awards presented by Macy's, head over to People.com. Now, my dear friends, it is time for a little something to make you smile. More people are lining up to get the COVID-19 vaccine, and naturally, just the thought of a needle in the arm makes a lot of folks squirm or squeal, as in the case of one superstar singer. (laughs) Over the weekend, Mariah Carey hit her famous high note while getting the big poke. Just listen. She posted her experience on Instagram with the caption vaccine side effect G6, hinting at her impressive vocal range. Way to go, Mimi. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. <laughs>